0: Hey, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast with me, Rob Cosberg. Every week, I interview thought leaders and experts who have used the book to grow their income and their impact. So tune in weekly for these interviews so you can learn how to use your own best-selling book and go from hunting for clients and opportunities to instead being the hunted. Welcome, everybody. Rob Cosberg here. Happy to uh, bring another great guest for the Publish Pro Profit Podcast. I think you're going to enjoy uh, already talking to uh, Mr. Joe Yazbek. Uh, we've had a, a fun, invigorating conversation, and we hope to continue that on the Publish Pro Profit Podcast here with this episode. So, uh, Joe is the founder and president of Prestige Leadership Advisors. He has been mentoring heads of state, CEOs of major corporations, high-ranking military officers. And of course, now he has finally made it by being on the Publish Pro Profit podcast. (laughs) Joe Joe and I were teasing back and forth, so I thought I'd throw that one in. Uh, Joe's the best-selling author of No Fear Speaking, High-Impact Public Speaking Secrets to Inspire and Influence Any Audience. Uh, Joe, Really looking forward to chatting with you today, and uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Terrific! I'm happy to be here. We'll have a great conversation. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I'm intrigued by the things that you've done, and I know you have a a business uh, that serves people that are interested in growing their their speaking skills, their public speaking skills. But but I'm intrigued by you know mentoring heads of state and high ranking military officers, etc. Was that for speaking or was that kind of mentorship for something else? Leadership and communications and speaking is a
1: very key, vital ingredient in effective leadership. Very good. Yeah, it's a leadership standard. It's a leadership quality communications that, that needs to be applied and used so that leaders can, in fact, motivate and inspire others to take positive action that's needed for getting their jobs done.
0: Very good. And how did you begin, you know, the process of, of mentoring these kinds of people? I mean, it. you know, they don't uh, typically, they're not going on Indeed looking for somebody like that. So clearly they found you in some other uh, form or fashion. How did all that begin for you?
1: Well, I, I consider public relations to be a precedent before marketing. I think PR, building your reputation, your credibility nice. platform is the first thing that someone needs to do to before they really uh, look at marketing and sales. I think when you've got your press kit together and be, you've been able to compile, I mean, being an author is a key ingredient in that, but yes. also compiling and journalizing the photographs, the videos, the testimonials, all those things that that make who you are worthy of being reached for.
0: Very nice. Are
1: you worthy of being somebody wanting to find out and how to get you? It's not Mm -hmm. who you know, it's who knows you. Right. And so that kind of reputation building is part of our program. Again, the word prestige, which describes the leadership advisory training, is key because it's essential to getting people to take the next step after they read the book. Right. Right.
0: I right love there. that.
1: You see, there's a, a book is a step of a process. It's not just an end to itself of book sales. Yeah. The book mm-hmm. sales tell you something, but it is the driving uh, and the next step of the call to action in that book. And you've got to have that all figured out before you even complete the writing of your book.
0: Yeah. So in your business, 30 years, you didn't have a book uh, when you started or did you? No, uh, I think it's
1: wrong. Yeah. I think the book should be a distillation of all the successful experiences in a book. Very that's what good. I think. Very and good. So,
0: then that becomes a valuable book. <laughs> so so become an expert first before you write a book. <laughs> uh, you, well, you have something to
1: write about. And you, then have you some got something to write about. I, I appreciate that. You have some case studies. You have some examples, stories. Yeah, you bet. I've seen too many people trying to get attention by writing a book with no experience whatsoever yeah. in their mm-hmm. expertise or lack horrible. of it. Exactly. Horrible.
0: I get it. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit more about the PR thing. You know, I'm a big believer in that. I mean, we have an entire part of our company that does media and PR for our authors. Sure. And so, but, you know, not a lot of people, you know, you're, you're one of the few people that I've actually talked to that even mentioned that right out of the gate that, that intrigues me a little bit. So, you know, distill that down. What does that mean to you? Let me, let me tell you, first of all,
1: as a former singer, performing artist, actor, I had a lot of uh, entertainment experience of developing talent. A lot of my depth of experience in performing arts and helping others with performing arts, with stage presence, promotion, marketing. I earlier had a production company in music called Heartbeat Productions. It, it gave me a sense of what a press kit actually is. It's not just in the music industry. Right. People in many different industries should have a press kit. An electronic press kit in the old days was a website. (laughs) Nowadays, a website should be a PR attractor. And public relations is not just writing press releases and getting publicity. It is not. It is a positioning tool to brand you. And branding is a real confused subject for most people. Branding is the art of differentiation. And it's how you want the public to identify you. And what I teach people, what we teach in our system, in our No Fear Speaking system, is how do you attract the ideal client that will identify you properly so that you can be able to message them on the right channel that reaches them? Yeah. You see? And those are the key things of public relations. It's testimonials. It is photographs of people that other people think highly of that you're positioned with. These are allies. Right, You see, writing a book, for example, and having in that book the gravitas or the cachet that people connect you with and say, man, that guy's been through, that gal's been through something. They've solved some problems. They've overcome some barriers. I want to go talk to them. And lo and behold, there's a call to action QR code in the back of the book that can connect you right away. And without the PR end of it, without the telling of the story, there's really no motivation for people to want to connect, hmm. you see, because a book should be not just how do you solve a problem and what are the benefits that you provide, but can I relate to you? Are yeah, you somebody yeah. that I can humanly relate to? They hmm. will want to follow up. Very so you nice. Give them the, you give them the op- the opportunity and some
0: vehicle to follow up. Yeah, this is a great conversation because, um, you know, I, I certainly am a believer in those things. I'm a believer in those things because I saw what it did for my own businesses in the past. And I've seen what it's done for many of my clients that were completely unknown. Yeah. One client in particular, I'm thinking about, who um, was uh, you know hoping to to become a a speaker for his business. He was a consultant, but primarily in energy in the energy field, renewables, uh, which is obviously a very very growing, fast growing business sure. and field. But um, there there are some big events in that industry very very large events tens of thousands of people and he couldn't even get on the radar of these events until his book media PR television appearances radio appearances even a New York Times article and then they came begging him to be a, a keynote speaker Tell me a little bit about the whole speaking you know the no fear speaking your, your both your book and your business. Is there a, a process that you take people through, like you know, six steps of your magic, right? Step one is you do this. Step two, is there a way that you can compartmentalize it into yes. those those steps? Well, yes, but I haven't done it in an in a synthetic way the
1: way most people do it. Like I'm I'm looking at an infomercial. But right. wait, there's more. It's not I didn't I didn't want that to happen. Right. I, I found that there were so many things missing. I had I had the senior coach of Anthony Robbins Company contact me and say, what you have in your book is sorely missing with speakers. It's structure. I give speakers structure. They need that. They need a universal template of an outline or framework to design a presentation. Mm -hmm. And it gives them steps to prepare and organize their, their presentations. And that's part one of my book speech design. And then I make them ready to, and hope. And this is difficult to do for most because it has to be coached, but you read about it before you're coached. And that is speaker magnetism. Mm. What does it take to own a room? What does it take to to really uh, conquer the meeting room like we have right now? What does it take to own the space of a room, to increase your confidence, to have that that natural conversation with a person? Well, you're not, you're talking at them, but you're talking with them. Nice. You see? Then, of course, how do you motivate an audience to take the next step? Yeah. What are mm-hmm. the inspirational tools and motivating tools that, that move an audience to want to take the next step? It's called a call to action. So those are the three parts of the book. And I've had people read the book and change their speaking skill and abilities just by reading the book. And I say that unequivocally without any hesitancy. I'm appreciative of that. It's yeah, a well-written right. book, and it's, I've been told there's no fluff in it. Nice. Absolutely no fluff. There are grids and illustrative tables and charts in the book. And I also added a quick reference guide to the book, which is a, a quick reference guide of all the charts and tables in the book. So it's got no fat on the fillet. It's all the fat's nice. been cut off the fillet. Nice. So the book itself is geared to to a speaker that's just getting started or an international speaker who really needs to go back to spring training (laughs) and get their skills
0: honed, which is awesome. Tell me, Joe, about your average client. Is your average client a seasoned speaker who's coming to get retooled? Is it somebody that's maybe, and I think you can probably work with anybody, but I'm just wondering, like, what is normal for what you see? Is it somebody that's newer that, you know, needs to get the pieces in place to be successful?
1: It's a great question. You're asking me for my avatar, right? You're asking me for my ideal client. My ideal client is, I guess you can call this ideal client someone who knows they're underachieving as an executive or leader. Ah, interesting. They haven't been able to really hone their skill on a primary executive leadership trait, which is motivating and inspiring anyone. Maybe it's a team's call. Maybe it's a boardroom. Perhaps it is a, a webinar where they've, they've got to be able to get in front of the camera and be able to not introvert, okay? These are people in the tech industry, the financial tech industry, or the healthcare industry, industries that solely rely, and the, their effectiveness relies on, on communication skill. Nice. I've worked with heads of state. I've been in many countries. I have my book published in eight languages, Rob, and I did that for a reason because I wanted to be global. And so I've had workshops and seminars in over 17 countries with translators, as many as five or six in one room. And it's been interesting. I've had mayors in Moscow to political parties, chairman of political parties in different countries, some of these people, I can't tell you who they are. It's sort of just secrecy. Or my laptop might be compromised. I don't know. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> I, had, I had Archbishop Desmond Tutu endorse my book in South Africa. And while I was in South Africa, Gary Player, a, a golf legend, oh, yeah. endorsed my book for leadership skill. I have photos of, of them endorsing my book. And the only reason why that occurred is they recognized. The absolute vital necessity of being a speaker as a leader, you cannot Mm -hmm. effectively lead. And so the key to leadership effectiveness is to be able to walk into a room and having heads turned to some degree. Yeah. You see, having that kind of effect on an audience, having that kind of charismatic people, they really, really have the sense of charisma is something only military and religious leaders have. It's not true. Yeah. Basically charisma is having the capacity to move an audience or move somebody inspirationally, you know, telling a story and moving them to make a decision is charismatic.
0: Very good. And that's Very what the coaching good. is all about. You know, I love that. I, uh, that's not what I expected to hear. You actually took a step back and you talked about leadership. As opposed to speaking primarily, which is which is fantastic. So obviously, speaking is an element within what you're coaching and what you do, and perhaps what you teach, even in your book. Yeah. So a person that sees that they're underachieving in a leadership sense, this is a great book for them.
1: They're going to learn how to increase their vocal quality. They yeah. will learn how to handle a difficult audience and how not to resist. They'll be Teflon. They'll they'll learn how to not let things stick to them in an audience. They'll they'll learn body language and the simplicity of body language. How to be humorous without being synthetic. Mm. You see, how to open a a presentation so that you're giving your audience a wake-up call where they're ready to listen to what you have to say. Yeah. Where do questions and answers come from? At what point in your presentation do you do a question and answer period? Yeah. And there's one, one point that you never, never, never put a question and answer period, and that's at the very end, because you can really take the wind out of the sails of a climactically building presentation when you open a question and answer period at the very end. So many of these tools and tips, you know, emotion. How do you evoke emotion from your audience and use the best ways to interact with your audience to get them part of the solution to the problem? Nice. See, it's wild. I don't speak in front of groups. I coach people. I pull them out of the audience and I like to change something in them for 10 or 15 minutes. When I speak, it's coaching an individual and everybody learns from that and then they all want to come up. Ah, very cool. You know, get that kind of, well, how do you, how do you milk an applause? How do you milk it? How do you get the most out of a, out of an applause at the end? Yeah. (laughs) Little tools and tips like this. But the primary thing is converting an attendee of an event into a prospect who will buy. That's one of okay. the most major things I get from companies or executives, uh, senior executives particularly. And I, if, you, if I narrowed it down and said mostly people like tech executives who don't really know how to communicate to the real world except for right. digitally, they learn how to move an audience and convert mm-hmm. an audience into wanting to take the next step. And that's... Right. A big part of our
0: program. Nice. Now, you uh, maybe opened the curtain up just a little bit to how you attract your own clients. Uh, perhaps you did, perhaps you didn't, but uh, I did. It, okay. It sounded as though, you know, you maybe one of your primary tools of growing your own business is speaking engagements in which you are delivering your magic and then attracting clients. Is, is that part of what I'll, you I'll do you, for your I'll own? I'll
1: give you some secrets for those viewing. You've got to appear. Yeah. Appear. And I tell you, I went out like a banshee when COVID started and I said, I am going to 10 X my appearances and I did them online and I got my, I got people to understand how important it was to master virtual conferencing and all the tools needed. Mm -hmm. I developed an entire program when COVID started back in 2020. Nice. (laughs) You know, and it became an instrumental training program and I had a, I hate to say it, I had a great year during 2020. Some people go, "Yeah." well, you've got to appear. Make that a statistic for your business development division. How many appearances did you have today? Mm. Where did you appear? Did you appear live? Did you appear on webinars? Did you appear, well, here, this thing right here? Yeah. This thing right here, smartphone, appear. Do a one-minute commercial on the problems you solve and the benefits that you provide your ideal client and send it out yeah send it out to linkedin send it out to social media but learn how to deliver this communication a part of yeah. our training program is to be able to deliver a communication and look at a lens of a camera like it's one person yeah. hey how you doing today good to see you welcome back did you have your coffee great you know i had my coffee this morning and i i got some things i realized today that i'm going to share with you nice it's a conversation yeah. learning to be natural and it's the amount of and a quantity of those kinds of communications that go out and to keep track of those people that you are getting responses from to keep in communication with them. You know, and sometimes I have to do that myself. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to uh, leave it up to my LinkedIn specialist who does my work. Right, They oh, have yeah. their, you know, my marketing department have their, I mean, I'm operating on a click funnel campaign. Okay. Yeah. So I don't want everything automated. I need to show up. People want to know about me. So I
0: show up where I'm automated and I show up where I'm live. Nice. You, and you said you upped your appearances. So obviously, I so, yeah. have you started back live speaking engagements? Uh, as Yes, in have fact, back. I did
1: one on Saturday in Orlando. I had nice. a three-hour workshop and, you know, the protocols were there. They had to still be there, but yeah. it was worth it to me. Yeah. Uh, you know I did I didn't want to get sales showing up in front of a live audience <laughs> nice. so I did it it was only uh, two hours from my from my training center I've got another one coming up in Kansas City I've got a two-day event coming up in Kansas City soon that's I think that's booked in about two or three weeks I may end up taking a trip to UK I got some clients in UK that want me to come out and speak so I'm now ramping up live and uh, but I am not. Ramping down virtual. Nice. Adult. And most nice. of my client sessions, in fact, all of my client sessions, with the exception of those who are in the Tampa Bay area, come in, they're online, except they can come in to my training center and we can do intensive training here uh, in Tampa Bay. So up here, I tell mm. people, show up, man. Yeah. Show up, appear yeah. and learn the sequences of what you want to say. Grab my, by the way, my book is free. Mm. Wow. they can go to nofearspeaking.info and they can order the book for free i think there's a delivery charge like a couple of bucks or something i'm not sure what it is and then they'll get a bo- they'll get bonuses you know how that works right you I buy do. the book for free you get you, you pay a delivery charge yeah. and then you get all these bonuses for free and then you're in our system to getting all the help you need at whatever value you want to pay and uh, i tell you that makes a big difference yeah
0: beautiful. so let's uh, let's shift gears a little bit and let's talk about the book itself. Okay. Uh, I just heard that you're using the book as part of a free plus shipping funnel. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. fantastic. Tell me about other ways you're using the book. Tell me about your successes with your free plus shipping funnel, for example, or you know how you're using your book to attract clients successfully.
1: Yeah, I, I have a QR code in the back of the book that they can go directly to my website. Okay. Uh, there's two chapters called Your Call to Action and Further Study, like next action steps. Yeah. That is so important for, a, for an author to know what the call to action and outcome of where they want to take their reader next. Mm. And so I can tell you that the very laws of presentation apply to a book because a book is a presentation. Yeah, yeah. And so when you look at the laws that I've laid out in the book, you can formulate how a book should be developed. The attention getting opening, support sources to build credibility Mm -hmm. of the stories or whatever you're using in the book. Okay. Charts, tables, telling great stories that involve their audience. Right. What problems are you solving? What benefits are you providing? And you're moving your audience up a scale. Yeah. And you're getting them sufficiently aware that this book I need to read this book. The first few pages is like an attention getting opening of a presentation live. Because yeah. you're, you're creating a wake-up call. Maybe the intro does that. Maybe the preface does that. Maybe the foreword of somebody special does that. But whatever you do, you've got a hook. It's a hook. And then the offer, and right the, the story, and then the offer. Those three right. things that the click funnel philosophy is hook, story, offer. That applies to a book. Yeah. You see, it is don't overwhelm people with too much technical data. They don't need to know how smart you are. They just need to know that you have answers to things. And there are more answers that they can get after they read the book. Yeah. So I I tell people, don't tell people so much of the how. Tell them the what, tell them the why, and a little bit of the how that gets that creates a, a mystery and an urging to find out more. Right. The sales process. Sure. Authors need to understand the process. They're not dumping data into a storage bin and expecting people to go, wow. Some people are going, oh man, I'm getting a headache thinking about this. And that's not a good thing. No, it's not. That's <laughs> not, well, not a well-written book for your audience to, to learn from, grow from, and take the next step. Right. Because that's what a book is for. Yep. In the old Very days, it to be top of the New York Times bestseller list. Why? Well, that's good. That's okay. That'll give you, but nowadays it's not the New York Times bestseller list. Yeah. And it certainly isn't paying a hundred thousand dollars to get a major New York style company to to say, you know, we'll we'll, we'll put this in, but you're not getting anything back until we sell the books so and you're only going to get eight percent of it. <laughs> Terrible, right? <laughs> you know how that is. That's the way it was in the music industry. And it's the same with the publishing industry, it's the same industry. Yeah. Publishing. yeah, you're
0: publishing music, or you're publishing books. Very same. Uh, so, be your own so, um, publisher. You've mentioned ClickFunnels a couple times. I'm a huge advocate of ClickFunnels. I've been a user since uh, it was in beta six yeah. or seven years ago. Amazing. How is your lead generation using your book? Like any and, and, any stats, or you know. Yeah. We're doing, yeah, we're doing well. We're, I'm a proponent of I'm
1: never doing enough. I'm happy, but I'm not right.
0: satisfied. <laughs> right. You I know? can see that.
1: So without giving away numbers, which I've sworn not to do by my finance department, <laughs> right? I can tell you that you really have to create what Russell Brunson calls a value ladder, and mm-hmm. it has to be really well done. And you've nice. got to know, the. here's the key. You got to know the mindset of your buyer. Yeah. You know they're not going to buy the big ticket item. You got to break it up into into little bits and you've got to give them so much value. That I tell you Brunson has done a tremendous job. He has. Amazing. He's done an unbelievable job of learning how to parallel the mind of the public in buying things. Yeah. And so I'm I'm a, a I never thought I would automate the way I'm automating, but I I would say this and that is I can probably do hundred courses based on my book. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of mini courses. Yeah. Micro courses. Yeah. I can break up the three parts of my book probably into 30 different courses. Wow. <laughs> you know, just right there. And so I think when you look at writing a book, when you're writing the development process of writing a book, think you've got to be able to know what your future strategy is later for writing the book. That takes some coaching. And some mentoring, there are some very good writers that don't understand promotion, marketing, and business development. They just don't. Of course, they're writers. And I think it's a mistake. They let the book sit there and they go, yeah, boy, well, you're getting exactly what you deserve. Yeah. You you know, because you learned all the expertise in your book, but you didn't learn how to get that book in the hands of the public. Yeah. And you wrote the book to get it in the hands of the public. How are you going to do that? And I say to you, okay, let's talk. So when I when I get people to me, I, I, I talk to everybody. I at this stage of my career, and I'll just say at the late stages of my career, <laughs> right, And I'll never stop coaching. I want yeah. to be
0: collective. Sounds well. like you're having a lot of fun, Joe.
1: I am. I'm gonna have it on my tombstone. It will say always coaching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm looking at you right now, or you're looking at my tombstone going. What the hell are your goals now, pal? Okay. <laughs> it's wild, isn't it? Yep. You know, people fun. need to know what they need to know not after Monday morning quarterback, they need to figure it out and need to plan for that. Yeah. And so yeah. I love I say to, a, to a to a prospect that comes to me, the first question I ask them is what are your goals? And they fumble. Or they go, geez, what a great question! You haven't asked that right <laughs> question yet. Or I'm pretty basic. Or they know they don't. They know the answer to that question. But they have. They don't know how to get there. Yeah. And I figure out whether they need a book or not because if they want to reach a lot of people and they've already sown the seeds of authority and expertise, then I say, okay, you have a story to tell. And they might say, what am I going to tell? I'm an insurance guy. Who gives a damn about insurance? I said, you have lessons. You have lessons to teach people. Oh, yeah. I see. You've got all kinds of ways to wake people up and give them solutions to things they never thought of. I never thought of that. Yeah. Well, we're going to make that part of your program. Author, in addition to speaker and mentor. Nice. Those three hats. And you can do all of them easier and better if you're becoming an author. You'll You'll be able to catapult yourself on a higher stage, on a bigger platform, and reach more people as an author. You're going to learn how to catalyze your book into reaching them. Love it. That's love it. What well you're said. doing, Rob? What you're doing is amazing. I mean, even right now, you've got a platform right now that you're adding so much value and so much happiness, and you're changing. We're trying, lives. trying yeah.
0: to have some fun and uh, and help a few people along the way. Yeah, you bet. A very noble thing to do that should never be underestimated. <laughs> well, thank you my friend. You you gave one link out. Um, where can people get some more information? So Okay, I have a public figure
1: site. It's called joyasbeck.net. Okay. You know, that site could take you to prestigeleader.com. Okay. That's my company site. It's a leadership site. It's got lots of Got a lot of free stuff on it. (laughs) Beautiful
0: site. Really well done. I was on it earlier today. Really nice. Thank you.
1: And nofearspeaking.info is the ClickFunnels landing page. Great. That's where they get the book
0: for free and get all the
1: bonuses that come with it.
0: Love it. Love it. Nofearspeaking.info. And then, of course, uh, the other ones that you mentioned as well. We'll put all of that in the show notes. But, uh, Joe, thank you. Thanks for your enthusiasm. Fun talking to you. Hey okay, Rob, uh, thanks for for you sharing your wisdom. Great to have you on the podcast today, my friend. I've really enjoyed it, and uh, and uh, let's have a chat over a, a virtual cup of coffee
1: sometime. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> and we are in the
0: same state, so you never know we may see each other somewhere.
1: There you go. All <laughs> right, maybe we'll meet on the beach in a lounge chair, having a a, a libation. Who cares? Who okay, I love it. Good to <laughs> see right. you. Thanks for being on, my friend. My pleasure. Take care.